Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Adam and Scott Weekly. I am Scott. With me as always is Adam Williamson, who has really treated me this evening. Oh, I've treated you well, Scott. What have you got in front of you there, mate? <laughs> A reduced alcohol wine-based drink. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm drinking just regular wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. It's and really I've, good of you. And I've given you a bottle to take home as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I bought this wine for $2. It's so nice. Can you believe it's only $2? Then I read the back. Mm, I read the reviews. They weren't fantastic. It tastes really good. It just tastes like juice. Yeah, it's really fruity. juice. It's fruity. (laughs) It's basically cordial for kids. Yeah, I'll just just get a box and I'll put a big straw in it or something. Done. Anyway, let's get straight into it. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Adam. Scott. I know you're not a religious man. I am not. But would you like to join the church of Kanye West? I would, I would absolutely love to sign me up. What do I need to do? Kim and Kanye have begun their own church in their mansion in California. Although West reportedly is confident that he can recruit any celebrities he wants, him and Kim are on an epic recruiting mission to get some specific stars. Maybe maybe me and you? Well, naturally. I've not had the call yet, but... Oh, my phone's been running hot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Kardashians are rumoured to be involved in helping Kim and Kanye attract to celebrities, including Paris Hilton. Oh, great. Because she's super relevant these days. No, everyone loves Paris Hilton. She's got like over 10 million followers on Instagram. Well, yeah. (laughs) And her her fans call her mum or mom. Oh, God. Apparently, they're getting a lot of buzz around the Hollywood crowd. Young and old are taking advantage of it. Um, Yeah, among those celebs taking advantage of the service, Kim and Kanye's adorable daughter, North, as Kardashians have tweeted. Uh, So, yeah, the Kim Kardashian and Kanye West want certain celebs to attend their church. So, it's a... You know, a, a very, um, it's not, it's clearly not a selective, no, it is a selective church, I, only the rich and famous. I only have one question. It doesn't seem to mention what religion it actually is. It doesn't. I can only assume the God is Kanye himself, I, I mean, naturally. It, it doesn't show, oh, I mean, there's a video here of the morning prayer. Right. I, d- I don't know how this will come are they all, Hold on, are they all dressed in white by any chance? No, they're okay. all dressed in black. Okay, because there was There's that whole thing player. where it was like, looked like Kanye was starting a cult, but it was like maybe a Coachella installation. I'm not entirely sure, but okay. So Justin Bieber reportedly is top on their celebrity list that they want to get there. Oh, right, because they're, um, I won't mention, well, is it Seven Day, those guys? I think they're those guys. Are they? Yeah, I think they're all those guys. Rita Ora, maybe. Selena Gomez, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Nicole Kidman, Brad Pitt, and Jennifer Aniston. They're the ones they want. Right. And there's a video... There's a video of Kanye leading the choir, which is a full band in songs such as Lift Yourself and Reborn. It sounds really fun. <laughs> it, <laughs> it sounds it like does. a fun time. Just, just when we thought Kanye couldn't get any more thinking he was God. Brilliant, yeah. He makes his own church. Fantastic. So join the Kanye church, everybody. Sign me up. Whether that you like me or not, I am the new Jim Morrison. I am the new Kurt Cobain. I am McLovin. So, Scott, thank you very much for the Kanye update. Thanks. That's um, right. Lord Kanye. Lord Kanye, uh, Lord and Saviour. <laughs> uh, I've got a little little something from a magazine. A little something from a, a little, magazine? A little something from a magazine, something I like to, to read out, as we do on this podcast. If, uh, if this is the first time playing at home, uh, the whole intent is I'm going to read a story and you're going to listen. <laughs> 
You will listen. I haven't left the house in a while, so I'm just... (laughs) It's it's all of this reduced alcohol wine-based drink. (laughs) Told you, I'm not drinking. I'm drinking the adult stuff. (laughs) Alrighty, so this one's entitled... uh, This one's entitled, so it's got a title. Pop Princess to Metal Head. Ooh. And it's one of those classic secret stories. I've got a number of secret stories over the next few weeks. You're going to love this. So secret that they're printed in a national magazine. Oh, totally. Pop Princess to Metal Head. I rolled my eyes uh, as my flatmate Gemma played her screeching metal music in our living room. And I should point out, this is uh, written by Grace. She's 34. Uh, and she sacrificed her ears at the price of love. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, turn it down, Jim. I can't deal with your terrible music today. I've pleaded. Oh, that's uncalled for. Uncalled for. Uh, uncalled terrible for. music. Just because I have better taste than you, pop princess, she quipped. Friends for years, Gem and I shared heaps of interests, but Gemini. one thing we <laughs> one thing we disagreed on was music. So it sounds like you know, it sounds like Grace here, who's writing the story, is yep. very adamant, right? Not but into metal. Metal's not good. No, but the title is Pop Princess to Metalhead, so maybe she'll change her mind. Oh, Who knows? Maybe. Or maybe she gets a metal head. <laughs> it's one of those stories. You know, like in Game of Thrones, where they pour that. Uh, oh right, was, you've not seen Game of Thrones. But no, pour some gold thinking, over a man's head. <laughs> it's not very nice. I think it was one of those airport security shows. I was like, do you have any metal? Oh, yes, I've got a plate in my head. You know, that, <laughs> my whole head is it's it's chrome. Can you not see? My name's, my name's Grace. I'm the Tin Man. Okay, Gemma <laughs> loved rocking out to screaming heavy metal tunes while I couldn't stand it. Cheesy classics were more my thing. Mm. Mm. Walking into my warehouse job the next day, I did a double take as I spotted a tall, dark man standing at reception. <laughs> was he talking to reception desk like I am here for the new job <laughs> <laughs> he's dishy <laughs> <laughs> having a gossip over lunch with my workmate Hannah she told me that his name was Rob <laughs> he told me she told me his name was Obsidian <laughs> <laughs> he's the new accounts guy she explained that afternoon in the tea room, I spotted him and took my chance. Hey, I'm Grace. Welcome to the team, I grinned. Okay. <laughs> two over yesterday, Grace. Two over Might have been the way I read it, but come on. Welcome to the team. No way. <laughs> when someone starts in the office or the warehouse, wherever she is, you say, all right, you'll, you'll learn quickly. I'm imagining her falling over chairs on the way to it. Like, oh, I'm Grace. <laughs> I'm Grace. Oh, my God. Yeah, you'll learn quickly. This place is going down the toilet. Okay. Hey, um, I'm Grace. Welcome to the team, I Green. Did that part. Uh, I'm Rob. Nice to meet you. Doing voices again, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rob. Nice to meet you. He smiled back, looking at me with his piercing, deep blue eyes. Which is in the photo here, his eyes are brown and looks a little bit like... Um, what's that guy from Deadpool? Oh, God, he's... Like I, he, doesn't, he doesn't look like a metalhead, so no. I'm interested to see where this yeah. is going. I, mean, I have a suspicion, and jump in here if you think I'm wrong, Scott. I have a suspicion a lot of the time these are like models in the photos of these <laughs> magazines. Because really. just to pause on that, this particular magazine always has a woman in the middle at the front who has she's, nothing to do she's always happy. with any of the stories. <laughs> have you even noticed that? It's, it's always, that's life. Can you explain to me why there is always a woman smiling in the middle of your magazine that has nothing to do with any of the stories, not even a headline on the front cover or a single story throughout the whole magazine. And it's always just a different woman smiling. Who it's is she? that. She looks like she's like, Oh my god, I'm having such a great time. Everything is wonderful. And she's surrounded by, by these horrible, headlines. horrible like headlines. Rape, murder. She's I just found like three dead yeah. bodies in the bathroom. Yeah, it's terrible. All right, so where are we at? So, um, Grace. I think Rob's just turned to yeah. her and said, My soul is the blackest thing I've ever seen. 
Yeah. <laughs> Is that the, from the IT crowd? Yeah. yeah, it's good. The crow called three times this morning. <laughs> uh, he, he was even better looking close up. Uh, Robin, How close is she? Yeah, she's pretty close. Probably in his personal space, to be honest. He's probably on his way to HR after that. Uh, <laughs> Rob and I started to chat on a daily basis while making a cuppa. Spotting him in the lift one morning... Now, I realised his cuppa was full of blood. No, but Scott, here's the thing. I don't know how warehouses work. I get that there's offices and warehouses. <laughs> Mate, you didn't have to tell me that you don't know how warehouses work. <laughs> but how often do they have a lift? Like, how big is this warehouse? They have to get a lift. Don't you just go up the stairs? Like, you know what I mean? Like... Do warehouses have lifts? Yeah, there'll oh, be do? like things. Warehouses are massive. But there'll be more than one floor. Okay. Like, so it like won't an, be in the warehouse, if you right. know what I mean. Right, okay. So there'll be like an office block on top of the warehouse. Or by the side of it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So that she works in a warehouse job and she's in the lift. Okay, I shouldn't. That's fine. It just caught me off guard. Spotting him in the lift one morning, I noticed he had his headphones on and asked him what he was listening to. Just a new Iron Maiden album. Do you like them? Um, and they have a lot of albums, Scott. Uh, I've got two tickets to see them live in a few weeks. If you fancy it, he smiled. He sounds really boring, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. They're my favorite. Oh, okay. Okay, Grace. Grace. Calm down. Okay. You're lying. You're actually <laughs> lying right now. Not a great way to start any sort of friendship, relationship or any sort of thing, right? And I know a few Iron Maiden fans, and Iron Maiden fans really like Iron Maiden. Almost so much that they don't like anything else. And they definitely don't like people who pretend to be Iron Maiden fans, I'm sure. No. That would be great, I said, telling a barefaced lie. (laughs) That's so cool. I had you down as a bit of a Beyonce girl, he explained. Panicking, I fibbed. Nah, that's not me. Rock and heavy metal are my thing. Sweet, it's a date. See you then. <laughs> this voice, voice, this voice. I'm doing voices now, Scott. <laughs> Do you love them? I think you love them. <laughs> Tell me you love the voices, Scott. Oh, they're, 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 they're special. Rob's oh. personality is really shining through. <laughs> well, Rob's the accounts guy. He does accounts. Like, <laughs> he's not going to be that exciting. What oh. have I just done? I fretted as he walked to his desk and not fretted as like on a guitar because that's a guitar term, Scott. Home with Gemma that night, I told her my situation. You have to teach me about this music. <laughs> like it's so foreign. <laughs> Just jump on Spotify, mate. Just j- grab the top 20 popular songs and listen to them back to front. Done. Teach me about this music. <laughs> you speak of. What is this music you speak of? I told him my situation. You have to teach me about this music. So he doesn't know I've made the whole thing up. I begged. She burst into laughter. This is brilliant. You're, all, you're always bang on about how much you hate my music and you're now going to a gig. This so- one's called Number of the Beast. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Every evening that week, Gemma played me different albums from heavy metal bands. Uh, Iron Maiden would be enough for this Yeah, surely she just needs to learn Iron Maiden. Yeah, totally. Like, 100%. Don't go listen to Cradle of Filth. Getting more educated, I even slipped in some of my new knowledge when chatting to Rob. This seems so orchestrated. It's going to turn out to be one of those really cute stories when they get married, but it's like, yeah, I don't know about this. Maybe. And maybe not. Maybe he thinks she's a a liar and potentially a cheat. Uh, It's crazy how similar our music taste is, he smiled. Oh, God. Finally, the day of the gig arrived and I was beside myself and excited. I can't wait to see Brian Maiden. (laughs) Oh, good old Maiden 19. (laughs) 
wearing black jeans. <laughs> She's so metal all of a sudden. She's wearing black <laughs> jeans. Wearing black jeans and a funky band t-shirt. Oh, she sounds like a... Don't wear a funk band t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a like an old like a mother like G-band. trying to be cool as like the teenage kids. I'm wearing funky things. Funky is cool, isn't it now? So I met Rob before the show. You look am- you look amazing, he said, <laughs> planting a kiss on my cheek. The entire night went so well, we sang along to the band and I actually, actually enjoyed the music. And when we shared a cheeky kiss at the end of the date, I knew it had all been worth it. Like it was so painful and tragic that she had to listen to music that he enjoyed. The moral of the story here seems to be, if you want to have sex with somebody, lie to them about your interests. That's how relationships work. Rob and I have been married for four years now. And to this day, he still has no idea that I used to hate heavy metal music. Oh, you tell him, surely. Sometimes he puts it on in the kitchen and I happily headbang along. But when I'm alone, I still crank up my cheesy tunes. Now, look, Scott, that's the end of that article. And if I can just pass a little bit of um, judgment, if you will. Yeah. Uh, my advice to our, our dear listeners is, you know, it's okay to like your own type of music <laughs> and have them like their type of music. You could still attend a heavy metal concert. Even exactly. if you don't love the you music. You can like all types of music. It's fine. Yes. When you, when you get in a relationship, you kind of adopt each other's music. Some of them is in the middle 100%. and it meets. Other it doesn't. You might still like it. Yeah, like you and I. I love Taylor Swift now. Here we go. <laughs> oh, just shake it off, Adam. Just, just shake, shake it, it off. off. What else you got for us, Scott? I've got some revenge. Oh, goody. It's not a sex revenge. story. Revenge. <laughs> Wait, is it? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Thank God for that. No, it's not. Revenge. This one is called In Deep Doo-Doo. Uh-oh. Nobody likes junk mail popping through their letterbox. So imagine coming home from a holiday to find human poo. Uh-oh. That's what happened to Donald Wicks. While he was away, former friend Jeffrey Holroy Doveton. Get some less names there, mate. That's too many names. <laughs> 75? <laughs> Fucking hell. Maybe you got a new name every decade or something. Maybe. <laughs> Drove from his home in Yorkshire to Wicks Place in Braintree, Essex on New Year's Day... <laughs> Hollywood Dufton pumped pumped <laughs> <laughs> hold on is there a place called Braintree apparently that's pretty cool pumped poo into Wicky's house <laughs> was it from like a sewage truck or something I don't know poo pump poo pump the pair had fallen out a couple of years before during Hollywood Dufton's divorce to his wife is his name Hollywood from his wife Holroyd. I've been making, I'm going to call him Hollywood Dufton from now Hollywood on. Dufton. Oh, I'm Hollywood Dufton. Can that be your stage name for the podcast? Yes. Hollywood Adam Dufton. Hollywood Dufton. Dufton Weekly. Perfect. <laughs> I want a stage name now. Go on. Ipswich Magistrates Court heard how he defecated into a container <laughs> and then kept the results for six to eight weeks before the attack. Surely. Attack. <laughs> the attack. The pump attack. Surely you want it fresh. Surely it's more stinky when it's fresh. I was just about to say, well, I wasn't actually going to say it because I thought it was a bit rude, but yeah, you're right. I think it'll be a lot more um, stench riddled when it's, uh, the fr- go on. What's he, he done? Then Mix devised, oh. He then devised a homemade pump oh. to spray the poo through oh. the letterbox where it splattered across the hallway, up the stairs, onto the wall, causing £4,000, so about $8,000 worth of damage. That's right, because the letterboxes are in the, um, they're in the front of their doors, right? So he's obviously put his pump so hold on. So he's put it in, in this device, mixed it with some water, di- diluted his... You're adding to the story, but maybe. He's diluted his... Uh, yeah, he's diluted his shit. Yeah, diluted his shit. And he's pumped it through the door. Yeah. And it's just gone up all the wall and the stairs. It must be quite a big bit of pressure in that Powerful pump. pump. Powerful pump. I mean, if so, basically the moral of this story is if you want a 
Poop pump. Cool. Hollywood dubbed it. This guy, see, all of a sudden I'm thinking there's got to be some practical applications for this pump. Putting the poo aside. Let's imagine you need... Please put the poo aside. Yeah. Imagine you can't get into your home, but you need to, I don't know, like put out a fire. Boom. Pump. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still thinking it's spray and poo. Please don't put <laughs> fires out with poo. It's poo flammable. Uh, the methane gas that comes off the poo is yes. Is it? Why uh, do I know just everything on this podcast? And why do you keep asking me questions? <laughs> I don't know. So I weird. just don't know. At night, I be flying. I believe I could fly. I am a unicorn. You are a unicorn. We are unicorns. Did he use a poo pump? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, hey, um, you know what, Scott? I think it's time for some Gwen. What do you reckon? Um, I'd love to hear a bit of Gwen. Whinge of the week with Grumpy Gwen. Now, we've put Grumpy, Grumpy, Grumpy Gwen on the, uh, on the Instagrams before. So if you're not sure what, who we're talking about, jump on our Instagram, Adam Scott uh, Weekly. That's uh, at, and you can get a photo of Grumpy Gwen from a few weeks back. Yes, you um, can. Weddings used to be fun. No, pause. What this, uh, what this segment, <laughs> rewind, what this segment's all about is there's three whinges and Gwen throws out some cash. And Scott, I'm going to double down. This is also Scotty oh, doesn't know. Oh, and okay. And you've got to guess what is the $0 whinge, the $35 whinge, and the $40 whinge. So a couple of high paying whinges. Weddings used to be fun, but now they're torture. <laughs> Straight up, that's just whingy. Like, no, they're not. Torture. Like, torture. Do you even know what torture is? <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. I went to one at, at noon, but due to having to wait hours for wedding photos to be taken, we didn't eat until 6 p.m. You got free alcohol. Yeah, and I'm sure there's finger food or canopies going around. Like, There'll honestly, be plenty of wine-based drinks. Honestly, plenty. If that's not the name of the podcast, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> So let's see what Gwen has to say about this. And remember, you're playing for $35, $40, or $0. Ooh, okay. Couples spend so much on their big day. They want to capture every cent spent. Social media doesn't help. I attended the wedding where we had... I just know she didn't attend this wedding. <laughs> I just, everything she, she says is bollocks. Blatant lie. I attended a wedding where we had to wait for the bride to post makeup photos on Instagram, deactivate her Tinder profile, and update her Facebook status <laughs> to married before we left the church. Take snacks. <laughs> Gwen is kind of funny sometimes But I feel like Gwen's actually like a 22 year old sassy person Who isn't Gwen at all like, How dare you say that How dare you say that We've got photograph evidence That Gwen's real Don't I, ruin this for me I want to go on a fact finding mission <laughs> Don't, don't, you'll see Don't look behind the curtain I want to, I want to meet Gwen I'd love to meet Gwen yeah, That's our new goal in life She'd hate us though <laughs> She'd actually hate us Alright Hollywood <laughs> Twin trouble I'm a mother of twins and strangers constantly ask me if twins run in the family. And when I say no, they ask if they're IVF. Why is this their business? It's a pretty serious question. What does, what does Gwen have to say about this? My son Archie has the same issue. Now, I feel like her Has son, she mentioned a son before? I think she's mentioned Archie once or twice, but okay. he doesn't play a huge, huge part in Gwen's no, She stories. obviously likes him more than she yeah. likes her daughters. My son Archie has this same issue with his twins. Now, whether or not they have... I don't know. It's always a bit risky with Gwen. I don't know. He bought them off the internet. Well, their names are Tate and Theo. Lovely names. Uh, usually he responds, actually, they're triplets. We just leave the ugly one at home. More. <laughs> there's, a, there's a third one too, but we just keep him for spare parts. <laughs> that usually prevents any more unwanted questions. Relax. Many people simply find twins fascinating. 
relax. That was a well... That was a really nice response. Yeah. It was playful, but, you know, address the issue. Just be nice. Just be nice. Relax. Like, wow, Gwen. Not so grumpy there. And then finally, they've got small print. Why does food packaging have cooking instructions so tiny that one has to use a magnifying glass? My sisters have perfect vision, but even they complain of the same problem. Scott, when was the last time you cooked a meal based on the ingredient, like the recipe on like a tin of tomatoes? Who? Who looks at the cooking instructions on the back of food? Cheryl Lanson from Bathurst, New South Wales does, Sort your life out. <laughs> sort your life out. Wine-based drinks, sort your life out. Two possible names right there. Hashtag wine-based drinks. Gwen's response. Recently, I went to the optometrist to check my vision. When did you notice a problem with your eyesight, he asked. Here comes the sass. You can feel it. It's a giant wave of sass. Up, you're, you're a, it's a tsunami of sass. I have to brace sass. myself. Yeah, are you holding on? When my husband started to look attractive again, I replied, I was joking. It was when I thought my wrinkle cream had actually started working. <laughs> I was joking. He's an ugly fucker still. Yeah, I don't have a husband. I murdered him years ago. He's dead. All right, Scott. Well, guess what? We really, we really doubled up on that one. You got yourself here a $0 whinge, a $40 whinge, and a $35 whinge. Which one is which? Are we going with people who have to hang around and wait at weddings, twin trouble, all the small print on recipes? I think the first one was 40 the middle one was nothing, and the last one was, was it 35? You're very close. I'm going to give you that as a correct answer, Scott. Oh. So you're right. The middle one is worth absolutely nothing, and the other two were the other way around. So you've got. Uh, okay, I you did got, pretty well. You got 35 bucks for waiting at a wedding and 40 bucks for the fine print. Ah. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. So, Adam, I know you need this. Scotty. I'm I calling know you Scotty now. You need this. <laughs> oh, God. No. Yeah, I know you need these. 12 step this 12 step orgasm routine <laughs> oh, no. okay so can i break down that sentence 12 steps that's a lot of steps mm-hmm. and routine is that something i have to do every day week how does that work <laughs> let's find out oh, let's find out you have a deeply involved regimen for your face so why not one for your vagina here's how to make the most of your me time are you ready I thought, I thought you said meat time. Don't put that in the podcast. <laughs> Don't put that in the podcast. So stay in. Step one, oh get the mood lit like a candle with a deep earthy smell. Is earthy sexy? Earthy. When we think earthy, dirt. Dirt's pretty earthy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, and get a playlist with some equally erotic jams. You know my problem with erotic playlists? Um, <laughs> if you name a playlist on Spotify, like erotic er- playlist... People can see what you're listening to, and it just says Scott's listening to song whatever on erotic playlist. I gotta yeah. start. I gotta call all. Uh, me and my friend made a playlist called the Sex Offenders playlist. <laughs> Probably should change that. <laughs> it was all of the creepiest songs we could find. And you're wondering why it has like 1.2 million subscribers. <laughs> oh, uh, what would be uh, what would be an erotic jam for you? Um, there's a song called Sexual. <laughs> right, yep, yep. That's one. But I guess like um, any sort of soft, soft sax. <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> or Baker Street or something. Amazing. Yep. How Step two. Do you have any, Scott? Uh, sexy songs. Oh, I don't really like listening to music while... While what? While having the sexy time. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. I, I'm just glad nobody listens to it, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe some dancing on the ceiling. Ooh. That'd be hilarious. I'd prefer silly songs. Just 
Just I what take, I do it takes the no. attention away from the micro penis. Got it. <laughs> Definitely, I'd make a playlist that started with quite sensual music, and then but make sure that in about fifteen minutes time, it starts playing really what? stupid songs. After you finished, <laughs> oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> just suddenly comes in with like hollow notes or something yeah. like that. And then I just jump out of nowhere and go, "Let's do this podcast." <laughs> or limp biscuit or something. Yeah. Oh. Even that bad name is not good for a sexy song. <laughs> Have you ever thought about the term limp biscuit? Uh, yeah. I just think it's he's drinking a cup of tea <laughs> and he's put the biscuit too long in the tea. That's right. all it is, isn't okay. it? Okay. Anyway, let's get back on. You've only sorry. got step one so far. Sorry, I'm really... Yeah, sorry. Step two. Pop in Benoit balls. What? <laughs> Insert a pair of free-moving weighted keggle balls... <laughs> into your vagina so you can feel them hitting your sensitive spots hmm. you can just i don't know maybe okay yeah what's number three uh, relax everywhere oh i haven't done that before make things tingle uh apparently if you get some kind of balm tingling balm on your breasts adam oh yeah you this down, I, I'm think, keen. I think you'd really like some tingling balm on your breasts is that a particular thing or is it just called tingling balm uh it's got some that it sells from babeland.com <laughs> which sounds like a porn site yeah if somebody wants to visit babeland.com let us know what it is <laughs> i'll visit at work Go no, i'm not getting that on my um, browsing history uh warm up with a bullet vibe but keep your underwear on and just rub the buzzing toy is it real like <sighs> do some lube prep Mm, What's it, loop prep? Scott, we're a couple of dudes without vaginas. We have no idea what that is. <laughs> we have no idea. Uh, be a pressure tease. Try <sighs> dildo exploration. Use a suction thing on your nipples. Get your grind on a stack of pillows, Adam. And then find some hot new angles before going all out to bring your session home. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> so, Scott, um, first of all, thank you so much for that. That no was problem. really good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so, question for you, Scott. Really good. Um, it was really good. Um, so, this is, a, uh, this is a question we haven't put on the run sheet. So, let me just ask you fresh out. We have discussed um, for our next sort of season of this podcast, mm. we will be introducing a third um, co-host. Yes. Um, probably of the female variety. Mm-hmm. Once that person joins the team, yeah, I'm kind of fingers crossed, hoping that we'll kind of calm down or scale back the. Uh, no, you're shaking your head. Okay, right, got you. No, no, then we'll have some real knowledge. Oh, okay, some actual factual knowledge. But I'll never ask her these questions. Okay. Obviously, the law will still be pointed All towards pointed you. towards me. Okay, yeah. good, good to know. And look, ladies and gentlemen, if you are interested in joining Adam Scott Weekly, we are looking to introduce an extra co-host each week, a different person. Reach out adamscottweekly at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> Just hitting him with the, with the email <laughs> mid, mid-podcast. mid Interesting. Um, eggs? Eggs. Oh, so Scott's read the old run sheet and we've got, a, we've got a segment called Eggs. Now, Scott, you know, eggs are pretty... They're a big deal in 2019. They've, um, they've, they've really... They're everywhere. You name it. There was oh, an, they, yeah, just totally. can't move for eggs. No, 100%. Like there was everywhere. A, yeah, totally. Um, so You've got to be yoking. <laughs> there he is. Thanks, there he thanks, is. Thanks. Excellent. Okay. Oh. Now... Um, Obviously, there was the the egg that got over ten million followers and oh, yeah, fifty the, million. The egg that broke the internet. Yeah, yeah, broke the internet. And then there was Egg Boy who egged the politician who was, um, you know, yeah, looked like he needed a good egging. And there was that one that 
fell off the wall, but they just couldn't put it back together. Putting back, yeah. No. Kings, yep. This one's called Try a New Use for Eggs. Um, uh, and this is at a segment called Brainwaves. Uh, and they pay $25 per tip and $35 per photo. So this is a person holding an egg, if you can see that. It's top, top left. Yep, yep, yep. Happy yep. days. Now, here's a couple of things. Add cleaned and crushed eggshells to coffee when brewing to take out the bitterness. It will lead to a smoother taste. How do you clean eggshells? I think you just rinse them out of the tap. And I imagine you do it because there's a small chance they probably have some sort of salmonella-ness to them. You know what I mean? That's kind of gross. I'm not putting eggshells in my coffee. Didn't think you would. No. No. How about make a moisturizing face mask by combining an egg yolk with a few teaspoons of honey and leave it for 10 minutes before rinsing off? But why? <laughs> it's moisturizing. Stuff. Just buy moisturizer. This is why we need the third co-host. <laughs> How about this one? Whisk an egg white and apply over the top of a minor cut. It will dry into a thin film, which will protect the cut while providing the skin with nutrients, which will help scar heal. Don't do that. <laughs> I've got cut my arm. It's just imagine. Don't worry, I've got something that for you. I got so. I've got a plaster. No, and no, no, and then just crack crack it. <laughs> cracking that egg. Oop, there we go. Um, so that's the segment called eggs. Um, bit light on the magazine this week, Scott. Amazing, amazing. So, Scott, you know how I love my, like, secret stories? I do. Yeah. Very so secret. Obviously, the secret story segment of the magazine is, is my favorite because I've just read one. I'm going to read you another one. Um, also, because we have a backlog of magazines because if, if listeners, do. you don't know, for Christmas, Scott, um, <laughs> Scott organized the week of the delivery of my favorite uh, magazine. So, I thank did. you, Scott. Um, and this one is entitled, I Just Wanted to Be a Mum. Which is a beautiful story. Oh, okay. This is nice. Enjoy your wine-based drink. Scrolling through online dating profiles, I felt deflated. Not a single one of the men smiling back at me got my heart racing. Age 36, I was desperate to fall in love and have a family. With each passing day, I knew the chances were getting slimmer and slimmer. It's not a great outlook. Uh, but then I stumbled across Jeff. We chatted on the app for almost two weeks and I started to really like the sound of him. Which app? I'll just assume Tinder. Ah, okay. Do you want to pick another one? Um, sex Friends. Sex Friends. <laughs> I don't know any of the apps. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot these days, apparently. Walking into the pub, I recognized him instantly. He was tall with a kind face. Aww. You have a kind face, Scott. Thanks. I'm not tall, though. No. Nah. Our conversation flowed and even gave me a kiss on the cheek goodnight. But the next day, I stared at my phone for hours, waiting for him to message me. By 3pm, I decided I didn't have time to play silly games. It's not really playing games if he hasn't messaged her by 3pm the next day. It's probably at work. Now, Scott, I'm no scientist. Now, no, no you're not. <laughs> let's imagine you and I went on a date, first date. I do all the time. So I, I'm picturing they've met up at maybe like 7.30, maybe gone out and got a drink, maybe even 8. Wrapped yep. up by about 10.30, max 11.30, happy days. Yep. Gone to bed, gone to work the next day, busy, busy, busy. Probably plans to message during the evening. Happy days. Yep. Now she's, sounds like she's waited a total of almost, I don't know, 16 hours. <laughs> if, and If that. If that. And thought, you know what? I decided I didn't have time to play silly games. I logged back into the dating app. And got chatting with a man named Daryl. Whoa! Who's playing games now, Scott? She's playing games. She's playing games. We organized to meet at a local cafe. So mixing it up, once for drinks, once for cafe. Yeah, Why cave. not? Cave. Cave, the old cave. Mm. He was quirky, funny, and had a booming laugh that made me feel fuzzy inside. <laughs> 
He'd make a great dad, I found myself thinking. Oh, God. Date number one. That's, no. Is that too no, quick? No, it's too quick. Talk to me about this. How many dates do, do you think is not too quick? I don't know, but I mean, it's been a long time spent with you and I still don't think you'd be a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> I lose my car keys like every day. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, I have a baby? Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm drunk on and the real wine. wine-based drink. <laughs> yeah, it really takes it out of you. He'd make a great dad, I found myself thinking. He texted an hour after we parted ways, sealing my choice. But then Jeff messaged me that evening. So Jeff's come back less than 24 hours later, but she's thought that he's maybe playing games because it wasn't quite that soon. Because it wasn't instant. I know, whereas Daryl has messaged just an hour after. Wow. I don't think there's any real sort of you know, rhyme or reason on how long you should wait. No, 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 no. no. No, there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. No, I think in both their cases, they've done the right thing. One has messaged an hour later, probably saying, have a really fun time, I'll catch up again. And one's probably had a pretty busy life or thought, you know what, just, I'll get back to this. A message the next day going, yeah. I had a really fun time, it's fine. It was good, I was good. Maybe a week, a week's probably too long. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a week's too long. Unless you like work on a mining site we have no, we're in the army maybe. Navy. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I'm thinking too much about this, aren't I? Yeah. So he's texted an hour later, but then Jeff messaged back. Sorry I've been so busy at work, he said. <laughs> Scott, you nailed that. Uh, I'd love to take you out again. Over the next few weeks, I was juggling dating both men quite successfully. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good on her. nothing wrong with that. Good on her. Good on her. Even though I hated the deception. I don't think it's deceiving at all. I think it's perfect. No, wrong. she's only dating them. Like, yeah. Only a couple of weeks. It's fine. Yeah. I wanted to help my chances of becoming a mum. So she's mentioned that a few times now. As the weeks passed... Um, I started doing secret fertility tests on them. <laughs> uh, I was intimate with both Jeff and Daryl and the guilt set in. Then I decided I needed to broach the subject of kids. Now, they are just weeks in, remember? I thought she was going to broach the subject of threesomes, but carry on. <laughs> uh, it was what I really wanted and I needed to make sure we were on the same page. It's an interesting one, isn't it, Scott? So, like, obviously, she really wants children, so it is important that that is surfaced uh, yeah and there's no point in her going out with them at all if they don't want kids if they never want kids mm. now do you think there's some sort of like self-fulfilling prophecy where if within weeks she um, broaches the question of children it kind of puts them off and then it ends it right there and then and maybe she should give it depends a month. how old they are yeah you'd yeah. give it a month right so like, she's weeks in so she's yeah okay. it could be a month you never know i feel like this podcast is turning into relationship advice it just is, really bad is. relationship yeah, advice yeah. it shows we don't know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. So then she's uh, basically broached a question because uh, it was what she really wanted and she needed to make sure they're on the same page. But Jeff's face turned white. I don't think I'm ready for that chat, he said. And then I asked Daryl. It's because she just looked at him and she went, I want kids! <laughs> Jesus. I really want kids! <laughs> Dazza says, I don't want children. Uh, and she was crushed. So um, both of them said they didn't want that. But it made, uh, made me realize I couldn't be with either of them and I broke it off. Needing a break from the apps, I deleted them too. Then a month later, I felt sick and constantly tired. Oh, no. Am oh, I I'm, pregnant? Oh, no. I mean, I... Oh, they're going to think she did it on purpose. <laughs> An ultrasound confirmed my suspicions. Not knowing who the dad was and knowledge now, uh, they both felt... Knowledge about how they both felt about having kids... I made the decision to raise the baby on my own. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. I knew you'd have something to say about this. Yeah, you can't do that. I told all my friends and family the father was a sperm donor. 
No, that's really bad. You can't do that. Eight months later, my darling son, Joshua, entered the world. I was overjoyed with happiness and I felt I was the luckiest person on earth. He was perfect and he was mine. So pretty much. Um, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. So, Scott, I think with that one, it's an interesting one because she's gone ahead and um, had the kid and she hasn't told either of the men that one of them could be the father. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's not good. You've got to tell them. You've got to tell somebody. That's, that's bad. That's bad. That's Because what's bad. the kid going to think when he's 18? He's going to be looking for his real dad and then she's going to know it's one of those guys. But she's yeah. not going to have any way of getting in touch with them either. Yeah, or any evidence that she ever had sperm donated to her. No. I mean, I don't think that's as weird. She had sperm donated to her. That just that doesn't sound normal. Here, I have brought you some sperm. How much, take do, it how much do you want for that? No, no, you take it for free. It's a donation. <laughs> it's a donation. Pulls it out of his hand. <laughs> oh, God. Scott's doing the hand action. For this one. I'm doing a hand action of pouring. I'm not doing the hand action. <laughs> I never even thought of that. You thought I meant this hand action, not this hand action. Oh, podcast, Adam, podcast. <laughs> Let's get to horoscopes. Horoscope time. Aries season is why you're winning at life right now, Adam. Yes. It's why you're winning at life. Dry your Pisces season tears. All right, fuck off, Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to be Ariana level thriving. Ooh. Yes, happy new year-ish. Aries is the first sign in the zodiac and its energy brings fresh goals for everyone, which is why this seemingly random time of year is great for a reboot. So... You are Libra. And I've got a few things here. It's not, not, this isn't necessarily your, um, your horoscope. This is what's going to tempt you this month, okay? Ooh, tempt me. So this is your bad behavior predictor. Uh-oh. Your sort of boyfriend <laughs> needs to know that commenting on your Instagrams without liking them is unacceptable. Hold on. So is my sort of boyfriend <laughs> going ahead and making comments but not liking? Apparently. Maybe I'll do that right now. Don't you dare. <laughs> do you want to find out what mine is? Yep. Uh, Pisces, you're too hungover to order your own food at brunch, so you ask your BFF to do it. By the way, they're vegan. Uh-oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> really weird. Why is that important for the star sign? I don't know. You're vegetarian. You're not vegan, are you? No, I'm vegetarian. That's yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, well, you have horoscopes. Um, I'm going to read my own horoscope just because I, I cited it and I thought it was really strange. Um, <laughs> it reads, um, a challenging situation ignites your inner sickness. Kudos for how you handle a hangry herd of teens or create a, oh my God. Or create a loving space for stressed out individual. Make kiss me quick your catchphrase during Sunday's date. Don't do that. <laughs> the herd of teens. You were 1950s man. <laughs> That's so weird. Kiss me quick on Sunday's date. I'm dealing with a herd of teens. But What's no, no. your inner sickness, by the way? I don't know, but Sounds I want like to get down song. with the sickness. Yeah. Sounds like Richard Cheese. <laughs> and uh, finally, Pisces, prepare for some peace. Finally, the right atmosphere to complete a personal project, rectify a relationship, or indulge in some self pampering. Before ordering from a company or store, read the reviews or get friends' feedback. Okay, for those 12 steps. Lucky numbers, 9, 26, and 27. <laughs> oh, what are your lucky numbers? 
uh, my lucky numbers as always are 28, 30, and 34. Very good. Very nice. That's it. That brings us to the end of the podcast. It does. Now, Scott, if people want to reach out to us on the socials, Instagram, what is it? Adam and Scott Weekly. Twitter. Adam Scott Weekly. Email. Adam and Scott Weekly at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.